Good evening and welcome to Progressively Horrified Podcast. Oh man, my brain stopped working all of a sudden. All right, hold on. Red leather. Let's start this again. Yes. I'm putting on my red leather, just just as you said. I was about to do phone intro there for a minute. All right. Good evening and welcome to Progressively Horrified, the show where we hold horror to standards it absolutely never agreed to. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to Progressively Horrified, the podcast where we hold horror to progressive standards it never agreed to. Tonight, we are celebrating our two-year anniversary. That's right, we've been doing this for two full years, and we're going to do it by adding to our ranking list that we created last year. So we're going to make sure we rank every movie that we have reviewed on here from best to worst. First of all, I am your host, Jeremy Whitley, and with me tonight, I have a panel of cinephiles and cenobites. They're here to challenge the sexy werewolf, sexy vampire binary, my co-host, Ben Kahn. Ben, how are you tonight? I'm ready for some objectively correct rankings. And yes. if you disagree with our rankings, you're wrong and your taste is wrong and your worth as a human being is in question. So deal with it. Absolutely. That's the only <laughs> way I would put it. And of course, joining us the cinnamon roll of Cenobites, my co-host, Emily Martin. How are you tonight, Emily? Not quite that judgy, but I will be that judgy to you guys. So you ready to we'll put checks and balances. re-lawyer Jennifer's body again? Yes. I've got my script. I got all of my laws over here. I'm gonna buy books. I've got my law degree. I brought my law glasses and my lawsuit. Lovely. Your lawsuit? Yes. Um, right. To recap where we're at right now, as of last Halloween. Uh, we had 46 items on this list, topping out with our top five are Get Out, The Babadook, Attack the Block, Alien, and Mayhem. That top five still fucking slaps. Oh, yeah. Our bottom five, which I know is about to change, <laughs> include Drag Me to Hell, Resident Evil, Bad Hair, The Craft Legacy, we were way and The too- Always Horrible Don't Breathe. I will say, we were definitely too mean to drag me to hell. I mean, probably. I don't think I, we so. Would prob- I'm not sure if I changed the rankings, but I would. I think looking back, I would probably put Drag Me to Hell above Cabin. I mean, in the I Lugs. do think. Okay, so like Drag Me to Hell is right there because it's like number 42. Above it is Cabin in the Woods, Blood and Donuts, Repo, and Hellbent, which there is a rift, a huge rift between how good those movies are and then Bad Hair, Craft Legacy, and Don't Breathe way, way, way down at the bottom. Oh, yeah. Like, like honestly, like, one through 42 are worth watching. And it's really just this bottom four that's just like, do not watch it. Yeah. More will be added well, to the sure. do not watch it tier after this episode. I think Resident Evil is watchable, but I think um, that sweet little spot is going to be taken up by Resident Evil's more recent installment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome this is, uh, to Raccoon City. We got some- we got some apologies to uh, Mila Jovovich coming up this episode. <laughs> All right. Well, we're not going to jump straight to the bottom because the first thing we have to do are rank the movies we watched for Scary Movie Month last year, which start yes. with the original John Carpenter 1978 Halloween. How do we feel about Halloween? More appreciative than hardcore enjoyed. It's homework. 
I mean, it's it's okay. It's I. To me, it's really good, but it's kind of like this is going to feel like a wild comparison. It's kind of like watching Casablanca, where when you watch it now, you're like, "Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that before. I've seen the way they do that." Like, yeah, what's so original about this movie? When really it was just like it was the first movie to do all those things that I, you yeah, like, are very familiar I with ap- now. I appreciate a movie that innovates. I do think there's some that like, oh, it innovated and also it's still a really good watch all on its own. Like Halloween innovated and is great. I'm really not sure how great a watch it is like 50 years later. Okay. Once I realized Jamie Lee Curtis does not realize there is a horror movie going on until the last 10 and a half minutes, I could kind of never unsee it. Yeah. I have, have, I'm going to start, I'm going to spitball, throw the spaghetti out the wall. I'm putting it between Demonite and Hellraiser 2. Okay, I think you're not too far from where I'm looking to start with. I was going to compare it with Godzilla, which is another movie that very similarly has influenced a lot of other movies. Um, and that is currently at number 23. Godzilla is objectively more Godzilla about was, things. Yeah, Godzilla, pound for pound, being asked what is the better movie, Godzilla or Halloween, I'm giving it up to OG Godzilla. Yeah. Hard same. I, would I think say that the is a more for... enjoyable watch in the year 2022 with both of those films having influenced in, or created and spawned entire genres. I think Godzilla is still the more enjoyable watch in its own right without that context. Just movie to movie. Yeah, I, I agree. Similarly, um, I'm, it's very close to me between that and Annihilation, which is the next one down. I think I might put it between like the mummy and first purge for me very close to where emily has it maybe a few like a few rankings lower i would put it above scream because scream wouldn't exist without it i mean it's that's in scream for that matter yeah yeah so it does feel fitting for them to be together yeah i do think that it is a better well actually no hellraiser 2 i think there's a lot I like about Hellraiser too. I mean, yeah. like, famously, I was the one who was like, I like this better than the first Hellraiser. Hellraiser 2 has grown on me as I've had some distance where now I just be <laughs> like, well, I feel like when I just watched it, I was being like, oh, there's a lot that was slow and I wasn't into. But now that I hadn't just seen it like a few hours before we did to talk about it, I'm real. We're just more remembering like when did the movie was good because when it was good, it was real good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would still put Halloween above Hellraiser 2. I think for me, it's just a question of what side of Demon Knight it goes on. I definitely enjoy Demon Knight more, but it definitely feels weird ranking John Carpenter below Crypt Keeper. We cannot put it past Black Swan, so I'm comfortable putting it above Demon Knight. I just, you know, I would watch Demon Knight in a heartbeat before I'd watch Halloween again. Halloween is, without a doubt, the more important film. But like you said, if someone asks, hey... Do you want to put on Halloween or Demon Knight? It's Demon Knight every single fucking time. It works the other way for me with Black Swan, which is like if somebody was like, do you want to watch Halloween or Black Swan? It would always be Halloween for me. Yeah, but I mean, Black Swan is Black Swan. about that things. Thing. It's a commitment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Putting on Black Swan is starting a relationship, you know? I mean, um, it just yeah. rips off Perfect Blue so well. <laughs> I mean, we have the Babadook pretty high, and I certainly am probably. I stand by that. I stand by Babadook. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I also Babadook stand by that. Slaps. But I'm not going to watch Babadook a bunch. I'm not going to be like, hey, let's hang out, watch Babadook. Like, yeah, but Babadook, I don't want to watch 
not because it doesn't work it's because it's just that scary and intense like yeah i feel like like hell there are slashers we are going to talk about right after this that like i think are going to be ranked significantly higher that are still like well, i don't know i feel like right the slashers are yeah. not right after not right after but coming up like yeah, I, I don't know like does the slasher have that kind of thematic depth and weight or is it just a genre predisposed to like the fun side of horror yeah i think it can be both but i i don't really think halloween is it's just sort of the best built machine version of that thing um mm-hmm. yeah I, I do love laurie strode not as much as some of the people will talk about truly but yeah i think i think above demon knight is probably good for me that would be at number 27 okay. right now let's yeah. do it all right. Our first 48th entry, which uh, will probably not be moving too much further up from that. It is Friday the 13th, number one from 1980. Oh, no, that is going damn near the bottom. That is in like, I hated like that first Friday the 13th. I mean, it wasn't grossly offensive, like don't breathe, but I think we're in bad haircraft legacy territory for sure. I would put it above cabin in the woods because cabin in the woods is more problematic and had in also should have known better i don't think cabin in the woods is more problematic for me like i mean the people associated with it certainly can be but like yes friday the 13th is the precedent for the kind of stuff that we don't like in cabin it in the is woods. the original let's combine murder with sexual exploitation of teenagers so maybe yeah. between cabin in the woods and drag me to hell i'm good with that it's like, gotta I'd, be below I'd, 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 drag I'd, me to hell for me um, okay yeah like i'd i'd rank it below between resident evil and bad hair that's what yeah, I, I was what thinking it okay resident all right evil yeah has the like this is so fucking bad shit stupid that i'm having like that i'm laughing so hard yeah there are not good doggos no. in Friday the 13th. No jelly doggos. <laughs> I feel like we should move Resident Evil up above Cabin in the Woods. Oh, I don't I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> Cabin in the Woods CGI was much better, if nothing else. That's true. Yeah, Watching, it, was, yes. it was better crafted. Yeah. And it had Bradley Whitford, so I give it credit for that. Yeah. Maybe uh, above Drag Me to Hell then. But, you know, this is not what we're doing today. We're, we're talking about new movies. Yeah, now this one should be quite a bit different because after that we talked about the original Nightmare on Elm Street. This is oh, this, this is my favorite rips. of the slasher movies of the the long term slasher. Oh, franchises. without a doubt, I'm gonna put that For one sure. between Demon Knight and Black Swan. Really, that low? Yeah, that low for for Freddy. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna swear I am because all these movies above are like cool movies about shit. And Friday the 13th is about, oh, they did explode Johnny Depp in that movie. They explode Johnny Depp. I can't the put effects, it The like him coming through the wall. I think for me, it's between Velvet Buzzsaw and The Descent in that like 1920 spot. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, I can give you that. I think I concede. Jeremy, how I, do you I would feel? Want it a- Where are you feeling in your rankings? I would, ugh. I would. Because after that, we're starting to get like that. a girl walks home alone at night, night, the Vivich, Hellraiser, yeah. Aliens. I'm like, I we're mean, starting to get into the real good stuff. 
I don't think uh, Friday the or excuse me, uh, that Nightmare on Animal Street is better than The Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Yeah, I'd have trouble ranking it above Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. I love this movie. For me, it would be above The Vivage. I know that's not what you guys feel about it. I know you do love that Vivage. I know know the the witch has its issues. It's the one where you get to live deliciously, though. Don't you want to live deliciously? Which really sounds like a Starburst slogan. I'm surprised that they haven't already capitalized on that. But just yeah, fucking I, goats telling people to eat Starbursts. It's a million dollar marketing idea. For real. Yeah. I think for, for me personally, like as far as how much I like it, I would put it above Hellraiser. But given that this is the progressively horrified list, I'm willing to admit that it probably belongs below It Follows. One side of the witch or the other would be where I would have it. I'll give you uh, the 17 spot between It Follows and Vivich. I am not comfortable placing it above Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Definitely no lower than the 19th spot. Like, I like I think we put it above Velvet Buzzsaw. I definitely there. would put it above Bel- Velvet Buzzsaw. But... And I do love Velvet Buzzsaw, but yes. Can we... What a fun trip down memory lane. Can we split the Leaves difference and put it between by. Witch and Girl Walks Home Alone at Night? I think that I think that's a fair... Split the baby. I think we give it the number I, 18 slot. That's definitely okay. what that, that's, that bit is definitely about how you should split the baby. That's the bit. <laughs> Put Friday the 13th. His name is Freddy, <laughs> and this movie's called Friday. I can't stop it. Well, that's why they need to make like however many more they need to make to get to a third one that they can call like Freddy the 13th. Yeah, well, like they had Freddy versus Jason. Why didn't they call Freddy the 13th? That's horseshit. Probably because people probably because they're like it's gonna make way more money if we just tell people it's Freddy versus Jason. I guess. Why? Also, what boring names like it's Freddy and Jason and Michael. I'm like, why are these all people that are getting into fights at a church potluck? Right. You know who will fight anywhere though is Chucky. He can get a fight not at a church potluck, Uh, and he is our next choice. Like, why do slashers have like just the most boring first names? Because they can be anybody. But they can't. They are gigantic murder zombies. I mean, Jeffrey Chucky is Dahmer. a tiny murder. You know. He is a tiny murder zombie. Yeah. Well, at least Chucky dog. is a person. I guess I'm really looking at Jason and Michael Myers as the big mute lumbering murder zombie type. I'm just surprised that Mike Myers agreed like on his Actors Guild listing to continue being Mike Myers. I don't know if he was Mike Myers before the movie Halloween, but that was a bold move for him. So I'm saying. No, uh, I think he should have switched the mask every movie, and then you can really like just chart through the times. Like, oh wow, they're doing a Reagan mask this this movie. He's in a Janeway mask in this one. <laughs> just inside out. Yep. All right, now we are on to Child's Play. Now, the one I that like... I think we all liked more than we expected to. Yes. I didn't watch it. That's right. I liked it, but I definitely have trouble. Like definitely in the like you know, that demon knight level. I'm going to put it below Hellraiser 2 because that's what I want to do. That makes, I would actually put it below Scream. I agree. I put it below the mummy. Okay. Scream and Child's Play are much more comparable in that they are both sort of, sort of comedy horror movies. And I think Scream is slightly better made. Yeah. 
that the mummy is every 90s kid's bio awakening. So that counts as queer progressive points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm as, say, as established previously. I'd I'd put child's play between mummy and first purge. Now let's talk about the uh new metal entry of our uh, of our slashers. We got Saw. Where do we put oh, Saw? Man. How do you feel about Saw? How do we feel if James Wan has too much fun? I'm gonna put that one below Hellraiser 2. I'm putting everything below Hellraiser 2, apparently, unless it's like good. I mean Saw is good, but it's not like you know I mean I definitely like Saw life. better than say a Crimson Peak or yeah, a like, Black Christmas. Yes. I'm yeah, running into like, a little I'd more trouble around it... craft and ginger snaps though. Okay. I'd I'm say... gonna say I'd rank it but honestly between honestly between those two. Okay, between the craft and ginger snaps. Yeah. That's what my heart is telling me as well. Which for the moment puts it at number 36. Hooray for unanimous decision. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. We did it, team. We agreed on a movie. So far, Uh, so good. Other than Friday the 13th. I mean, fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. They don't talk about Elm Street enough. Anyway. Yeah. You just Uh, want to call it Freddy Krueger's Murder Mayhem, man. And then it's just like, no, it's just Nightmare on Elm Street, as if the street is the most important element. Yeah, which they rarely mention. Now, here's one that I think we're going to have to scroll back up for, because I loved it, never having seen it before we talked about it on here, which is Ex Machina. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank yeah, you for bringing that one to us. Oh, that's a who. That's, that's I'd above it up, definitely witch a- for me. Oh yeah, no. I, I would I'm say putting that, I put that like no. I didn't see Freaky, but I'd put it above Hellraiser for me. I would put it above Freaky because it's such a such a fucking good movie. Yeah, I ooh, hmm. That's a tough one for me because I I do love Ex Machina. I also love Freaky probably more than where it's actually placed right now. But it's definitely above Hellraiser, so it's either above or below Freaky for me. I would say above above Freaky. It's Freaky's above. good. I will put Ex Machina above Freaky just for the fact that Ex Machina had Vince Vaughn. Or not Ex Machina, the other one. (laughs) Freaky had Vince Vaughn and Ex Machina had like... Oscar Isaac. That was an intense fucking movie. Freaky is, again, I think that's one of those cases where I would sooner watch Freaky again than watch Ex Machina, but that's not an indication of quality necessarily as much as just fun. Yeah. Um, speaking of of things that are uh, fun and of questionable quality, Nightbreed is next. Oh shit! Well, it's definitely <laughs> oh, wow. below Hellraiser. <laughs> definitely below Hellraiser. Definitely below Hellraiser. I would uh, say probably right. below Hellraiser too, for that matter. Yeah, I would put it below Scream too, as much as I. Yeah, definitely. We're in the, we're in definitely the below Scream too territory. Which keep it up at home is currently, uh, I believe, fortieth. No, Scream uh, 2 is 41st. Yeah, that puts it in uh, sort of the questionable quality gay content section with The Hunger and Hellbed. I, I would I, put I, it above The Hunger because it is definitely watchable. I actually would put it above Crimson Peak. But Can we change the ranking for Hellbent and The Hunger? Why, where? You want to swap them? Or? Which direction? Yeah, like, swap like The Hunger and Hellbent. Like, no. How do we feel? Do we feel? No, you like Hunger more than Hellbent? Yes. Okay, we're keeping that ranking as is. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. I Me? Think I'm, yes, I'm uh, with Emily on that one. Okay, in that case, then I guess Nightbreed between Scream Two and The Hunger. I'd say I'm gonna it's put definitely it definitely more watchable than The Hunger. I think 
I'm going to put it above Scream 2. I think it should be above Crimson Peak. When we talk about quality, and this is this is how I'm ranking these, like, we have quality of presentation. We have the quality of the conceit, the quality of the idea. You know, yeah. we have the, the I, I should say, in, in, as presentation, the quality of the execution. And then, you know, the the progressive purpose. Crimson Peak and Nightbreed are such opposite ends of the spectrum that, like, it doesn't get much prettier than Crimson Peak. But why are we even watching it? Well, as Nightbreed, it's like, yeah, this is fucking wild. It's poorly made, and I don't know what the hell's going on half the time. But, like, I mean, I, I kind of want to know. Yeah, like, I feel like Nightbreed is incredibly fun to watch. So I'm going to put it, actually, between just, the craft It has such good steps. ideas, but I just don't think it's a super well-executed. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's definitely below Ginger Snaps like, like, for me. I mean... Okay. And I think Black yeah, Christmas I def- is I definitely better. can't rank it above the craft. No way. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I'm not putting Nightbreed above the craft. No fucking, no Skippy. But I was thinking between... I put it on, I put it on one side or the other. Black Christmas. So yeah, I put it on one equipment. side or the other Crimson Peak. Okay. That's what I put. Like, whether that's between Black Christmas and Crimson Peak or between Crimson Peak and Scream 2. I don't know. I think I'm more of a fan of Scream 2. Like, I'd probably put it below Scream 2 myself, but I will defer to the flowing judgment consensus of the Unimind. All right, so you're... Which is your one and only Eternals reference you're getting. (laughs) (laughs) So, Ben, you're below Scream 2. Emily, you're... You you said just above Ginger Snaps. How about between... How about we put it between Black Christmas and Crimson Peak? That's what I... Yeah, Yeah, that's that's where I would... Yeah. For my harvest. That does say it. on, On either side of Crimson Peak. I think it would. Yeah, be I feel like in good conscience, I can't put that past Ginger Snaps. Uh. <laughs> That's fair. And Black Christmas is more about things, you know. I breathe like, day and all, but. All right, here's a here's a tough one, because after that we had Skylar Partridge on to talk about maybe the weirdest of this set, which is Suspiria, the new one, the new Suspiria, well, 2018 Suspiria. Yeah, it's so new anymore. But I mean, it's uh, newer than the old one. Yeah, whispery Tilda Swinton witches and Tilda Swinton playing an an old Holocaust survivor man. I think I'm gonna put that shit above, like right above Black Swan. Like it's a lot more conceptual than Hard Candy, but I don't I don't want to put it above Hard Candy because like I think there's a rift between Hard Candy and Black Swan, and I think Suspiria lives there. What do you think, Ben? Oh man. It's definitely in that, like, kind of fuck you up, like, ton of that stuff. I mean, whew, that's a movie I'm not sure I've still fully processed. It was yeah, long. There's a lot of Kind of only had, <laughs> only had a few scenes that were good. Like, I don't know. I think that maybe, like, above Black Candy, but I'm not sure if I can put it above Annihilation. Yeah, I would Oh, I definitely wouldn't. I wouldn't put it above. I, I think I think maybe I put it above Hard Candy, but I don't think I put it above Annihilation. Hmm. Um, How about Yalzy? For me, I'm I'm tempted to go a little lower, but I think I think Emily's probably right. Between Hard Candy and Black Swan is a good place for it. Thank you. Um, it's the right neighborhood because yeah, Ben, I think you're aiming a little yes. higher. I'm aiming a little lower. So that's yeah, but that's our real like heavy movie corner. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. It's unlikely that I be will be watching Suspiria again. So why was Tilda Swinton the old man? Because she has range, baby. Well, that's the fucking truth. 
She better be in that Constantine sequel. That's all I know. Are we getting <laughs> Keanu again for that? Or what? what's happening? That's oh, a, yeah. That's him, he's back. But I really need Hilda back because her Gabriel in that first movie is just like it's the only reason all to watch the gender. Movie. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's It's so much gender. I kind of want her, Gabriel, to meet the current Sandman Lucifer. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Did I tell yes, you what me, happened to me at Rose City? You did not tell us. I, did so you I meet was, Lucifer? No. Well, okay. So I was walking around and just in my like je- my jeans and my t-shirt, just like last day of show, walking around doing my last minute my last minute shopping. And I go to this tea booth. I think it's like absinthe and tea or whatever. One of those cool tea booths that you get at conventions that have like fan-based tea blends but they always have like some cool ass blends so i i i was getting some and the lady there was work, was working the register she looks at me and she's like you know what you would make a good lucifer and i just had this moment of like that's the nicest thing that anyone has ever said to me <laughs> and i was I mean, saying, that like, was a pretty phenomenal thing to be told that's one hell of a compliment <laughs> yeah well i mean considering like the whole where my aesthetic is going like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry. Have you guys watched all of the Sandman TV series? No, I haven't watched all of it, but I've yes. seen the Lucifer part. And I've, yes, I mean, and I've seen it and I need much more of it. I mean, this is not a spoiler, considering it's pretty obviously what they're doing in the, you know, in the setup for stuff. But they they end the season with a little Lucifer cap, too. So, oh, good. You get good, the but if you know you get the comics, prelude you know, the, to, to my favorite Sandman story. So. Oh, I do love that storyline. And yeah, then season of the we'll Mist is the fucking best. It's, and then just, Lucifer will go down it. and open a club, and then they'll shake Tom Reed. Ellis. No, they'll become Tom Ellis. No, <laughs> and go on quirky and solve mysteries with the LAPD. I I hate but that only so the much. ones they have said, but only the ones they have sexual chemistry with. I mean. You're, if you're a it's a ve- it's, I will say, Lucifer did very much end up becoming a very, very fun supernatural crime procedural with an identity and charm all of its own. It is still nothing like the comics. Oh yeah, nothing. like I think I think they should just call it like the devil solves crimes or something. Like they shouldn't yeah. have anything to do like, with the comic. A, Alicia watched Unlikely all of duo. it. And it was one oh, of those yeah. where it, it's su- it's super fun. It's a really enjoyable, fun show. It is just super like if you were coming looking for like the tone and scope of Sandman or something in the Sandman universe, it's really not that. Well, it was it was interesting to me because I checked in like early in the first season and watched a couple of episodes with her, and I was like, "Yeah, not gonna do this. <laughs> this is not. Yeah. I'm not at all interested in this." And then I sat down with her at one point where she was in one of the last couple seasons and I was like, oh, so that's his ex-girlfriend Eve who is now hooking up with the, you know, his, his number two demon and like God's here and all this shit going on. I was like, okay, this is much better than this. The first three seasons were on Fox and then four through six were on Netflix. And with the Netflix seasons, they were really able to shift to like, oh, what everyone is really into is the celestial serialized plots and the character development and romance arcs. So we're really going to focus on that and really just have the murder of the week be catalysts for those more in better storylines instead of 
the murder of the week supposed to be having to actually be the main draw and thing in the episode. The first few seasons are much more like Lucifer helps solve law and order crimes. And the last few <laughs> seasons are much more like Lucifer is in early Dexter. Yes. <laughs> Where it's Which like, kind of yes, like the guy who's killing people is important to the plot. He is what somehow is- related to Lucifer. Or it's much more like, look, the murder does not even matter. We're not even going to pretend it matters. This is just an excuse for like Lucifer to work out his jealousy issues and have some character development as he misinterprets psychological advice and like puts his own hangups onto the case. And once he has enough character development, that will somehow lead to him solving the case. And he'll probably be the first person they talk to, like in an assistant or something like that who did it. Like nine times out of 10, it's like the person who introduces them to the first person they talk to is the actual killer. Y'all remember it's Millennium? Like, no, but you've talked about it before. I, I assume you're talking about the Backstreet Boys album, in which case, yes. No, she's talking about the show that used to come on after X-Files, which was about serial killers around the Millennium. And Lance when- Henriksen was in the, the in like the lead role. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't let and you get into that because the religious stuff translates too well into us talking about the next movie, which is The Golem. Oh, yeah. Okay, 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 right. The Golem. We watched it. It was a movie. I Maybe it's I put not... it above Saw. It's yeah. Not bad. It's not something I have particularly warm feelings toward, though. No, yeah. it's really just a movie that exists. Like, we really had to search pretty fucking far to get any kind of decent Jewish representation. It's like, it's this and the Jewish girl getting strangled by Christmas lights and no one even notices she's dead in Black Christmas. Yeah, I would definitely I guess we had put, to put it, it above, above Black Christmas, right? Black Christmas. Yeah, I'm going to put it. I like I like where yeah. Ben is going. I think I'm going to put it between Saw and the Craft. Oof. I, I think I got to put it just above Black Christmas, below Ginger Snaps, because okay. I've, Ginger Snaps for me is a much better movie. I mean, it's definitely the movie with the most dead dogs, like, per minute. Yeah, I'm, that's that's the only thing that hangs me up about Ginger Snaps. Well, hey, no, what I we'll appreciate be talking that about what, the thing before this is all over, so. What it, no, what makes, normally you know me, and I am very sensitive to and hate anything bad happening to dogs in movies. It's always really funny in Ginger Snaps because we never see dogs being killed. We just see questionable quality dead dog props throughout the movie and that makes it really funny that it is just this endless parade of dead dogs that are dead after the fact i suppose if you show me a living dog becoming a dead dog i'm in a bad like no i'm in a bad place if you just show me like eight dead dogs just at various random parts of the movie fucking hilarious i'm into it when there are so many dead dogs that characters are literally tripping over them. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, okay. I that is also very much a thing that happens in Ginger Snap. That's true. <laughs> I'm not into like dead dead pets in movies at all, especially dogs and cats. But no, but that's what I'm saying. It doesn't show them as dogs and cats. It just shows us some like gooey, questionable quality props, and they're like. You have feelings about this prop, right? I'm like, I kind of want you to put it away and not make me look at it. But other than that, <laughs> yeah, like that's fair. The dog getting straight, getting its neck broken in Baba Duke still haunts my fucking nightmares. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ginger's yeah. ass being like, ah, the Fratelli's other pet got eaten. What a wake! 
Tuesdays. <laughs> am I right? So, I mean, it sounds like our debate is one side or other of Ginger Snaps. I can put um, it below Ginger Snaps just because I recognize Ginger Snaps as I get, I guess, somehow an iconic 21st century werewolf movie. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like the, the you know. Yes, they did. Yes, they did say struggle begrudgingly. And... <laughs> it's got good body horror. It's got this sisterly struggle. I it's mean, certainly it's funnier than the golem. Nothing's yeah, okay. funnier than the golem. I mean, you know, like, yeah, maybe I would that's say, how yeah. I put it right. If someone was on and was like, hey, do you want to watch Ginger Snaps or the golem? I'm like, I'd probably rather watch Ginger Snaps again. Yeah. yeah I'd rather watch Ginger Snaps three times and watch yes. the golem. It's like, oh, do I want to watch Jewish people being persecuted and then everybody dying? Yeah, that's a good, Not that's sure. a good point i mean i'm like know. let's not watch the history channel it's important yes just, it's just the do part I of the history channel that doesn't Jewish like being persecuted and then everything bad happens do i want to watch it motherfuckers i'm trying my hardest not to live it can real all right so we'll we'll leave that right below ginger snaps and we can move on to talking about naked santa, naked santa clauses in rare exports colon oh, a shit. christmas tale Oh, fuck. I think I blocked rare exports from my memory. <laughs> fuck, you just unlocked I didn't. I didn't. I am going to put rare exports below Scream. That now, would be just above The Mummy? Oh, I can't rank Below it above the, the Mummy. mummy. I'll, I'll give you that. The Mummy I'll give you, I'll give was you that. more coherent. I, I, in, nowhere, in no world can I put it above The Mummy, but I, I can give you right below The Mummy. Yeah, one is about Christian religion and one is about queer religion. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can. I guess I can put rare exports above child's play. Yeah. I mean, you just got to appreciate when in the Mummy they just open up and read from the Book of the Thirst. <laughs> yes. Well. Okay. I mean, the Mummy's pretty racist. But... It's racist, but the queer lens. It's like, and I know there's no gay content, but like. The mummy is gay the same way like Liza Minnelli is gay. The <laughs> mummy is a better movie than Rare Exports. The mummy is gay culture. Yeah. yeah. The mummy yeah. is important for gay culture. It may not be of the gays, but it is for the gays. Yeah. I think that's fair. It's so of Rare the gays, Exports gays. at 35. I was in a panel where they, he talked about She-Hulk feeling like a queer character even though the character isn't queer and i get it okay yeah i've only seen a couple episodes of that gay audiences fucking love she hulk there is the glamour that she is a character that blends masculine feminine but is also just super fucking glamour like there is just like drag inherent in it like she like she hulk has jennifer walter's permanent drag identity I think is a real reading of the character. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, this is going to seem like a, a weird transition, but it absolutely works. Speaking of drag, how about Gremlins, guys? Gremlins! I'm going to put Gremlins right uh, just but like between, yeah, between Rare Exports and Child's Play. I think the Gremlins is like... That. Yeah, I think the Gremlins. I'll, I'll see the that, Gremlins. Yeah. 
I like I that we're grouping our Christmas to above rare exports, but oh no, yeah, we could put Gremlins above rare exports. Yeah, they're definitely. Yeah, I, I'd rather see Gremlins. Yeah, I'd, 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 I agree with that ranking. That feels right to me. Gremlins, Gremlins, and the Mummy also exports. feel like they belong together for some reason. Yeah. Okay, they're... you're gonna have to you're gonna have to elaborate on that one. I don't I don't know why. Something about the like threatening, totally non-threatening nature of all the the threats in both of those things. Yeah, nothing will ever make me laugh harder than like, how could this monster attack it any worse? Oh no, the monster's got a gun. Yeah. Like I think about that at least once a week. <laughs> monsters with guns. It's a monkey. He's got a gun. Yeah, no, I I I think Gremlins above rare exports for sure. Yeah. I think I have I think mommy is still like that wall, but yeah, Gremlins at the 35 spot. Well, speaking of monsters with guns, the next one up is better watch out. Better watch out. Better watch out. Better watch Home out. Home Alone. Fucking kid. Uh, Home Alone with murder and uh, I don't know how you would even categorize this kid. A tiny I'm gonna back. let you. I'm gonna let y'all start with your rings before I start taking some big swings. I'm gonna below. I'm gonna below scream too. Okay, so we're in the same territory. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, we are. Fuck. I might put that below Repo. Yeah, I did. Enjoy the characters of Blood and Donuts more, but it's yeah, actually just a, yeah. I will say I love the poster to Blood and Donuts. I love the big juicy donut. It implies that the donuts are going to be a bigger role than they like play a bigger. Well, they're role in it. Role. They were there. They're part of it. They also ran. I for me, I think that poster makes it sound like it is going to be. It's a that Canadian movie. Makes it look like it is going to be about a vampire pursuing his dream of opening a pastry shop. I would watch that. I oh, mean, yeah. isn't it, though? I don't know if Blood and Donuts is about things. Blood and Donuts is about a vampire's dream of opening a, a pastry chef's waitress. Yeah. Psychically. Yes. With With there, it's consensual. Penis. Psychic milk baths. Consensual psychic penis opening. Oh, that sounds bad. Even with the consensual, like, I don't like that. No, 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 no. I don't I don't know. Better watch out is tough for me because the kid is so good at being horrible. It's a good performance. It's just a movie that makes me so angry. Yeah, but like it makes you angry and like I don't know, ways that to some to some extent point out stuff that's fucked up about the world, right? Like I know, but it's like I, even Game of Thrones had the decency to kill off Joffrey and let us in like revel in it. Mm. I would put it between Blood and Donuts and Cabin in the Woods, and that's my final answer. I mean, it's definitely it's, uh, higher than that for me. You, you I'll give you. I would definitely. I definitely put. You know what? It is. It does have good performances. It is like I could give it between scream between a below scream tail and above the hunger. I could do that. I you know. No. I might even. I would maybe say we can split the hunger and Hellbent because Hellbent is a slasher. It is super gay but also it's not particularly well made yes okay all right better watch out other than that that their their lack of knowledge of where doorknobs go is is pretty well made all right so that'll put that at 48 for the moment all right Um, we're chucking right through here now this here's one that's going to truly be hard to place the the hot topic top seller nightmare before christmas oh man the man himself that is where do you put a near damn near perfect movie that's let us put it that's gotta be i think i might put it right above Anna and the apocalypse 
Yeah, I was gonna put it above Jennifer's body. Surprising no one. I, I would even but, you know I might you know I might even agree with you putting it above Jennifer's body. Like yeah. it is so, like, it's as perfect a film as I think exists. I might even put it above ready or not. Mm, I mean it's it's a contender. I don't think it's I, promising young woman hits so hard. It's so hard. Like promising young woman hits with the force of a fucking truck. Yeah, so I think I think mm. I'm going to I'm going to cut it off. Like promising young woman is a is a big like cut off there. I think when I like, before Christmas. It's a it's a weird one to be between promising young woman or ready like, or not, but it's its own like it's own I talk class. about like you know catharsis and endings like you know that uh, fucking what's it, you better watch out well i'm like i feel like they're trying to be subversive with their ending of like and then the evil guy gets a evil little kid gets away with it and i feel like promising young woman is like an actual like subversive ending that just fucking bowls you over yeah like that's as as unforgettable an ending as i've ever seen in a film holy holy fuck <laughs> promising young woman hits like a truck yeah I I definitely would not put this put Nightmare Before Christmas above Promising Young Woman. I am conceptually having a difficulty with putting Nightmare Before Christmas above Aliens, which is just below and in the apocalypse. But Nightmare Before Christmas, despite its writer's many issues, does not have brown face in it. So that's true. That's very true. I don't know. I, I think for me, still between Jennifer's body and Anne in the apocalypse would be where that would go you know what movie surprisingly has brown face 2000s charlie's angels oh yeah very more just that. a face full of brown face i watched that the other week with some friends thinking like i remember being that being a fun action spy adventure movie and <laughs> it was not it oh, was no, a bad no. film <laughs> and at first i'm like oh drew Barrymore's disguised as ll cool j well it is played by ll cool j so i don't know if that's played by if that counts as blackface Hardy har har with the pals. And then like 20 minutes later, Drew Barrymore just walks in and like an actual legit, no ambiguity brown face. Yeah. Yeah, let's I mean anyway, back I, to the I actual will movies. concede. I will concede my ranking of Nightmare Before Christmas because putting something between ready or not and promising young woman that is Nightmare Before Christmas seems really whack, but I feel like putting Nightmare Before Christmas next to Anna the Apocalypse feels a little bit more like thematic you know yeah does it feel like it's like you're that getting it just outside of the top 10 which feels like nightmare before christmas doesn't doesn't maybe belong in the top 10 of this list yeah um, it is not the most progressive film and you know if they just leaned a little bit harder into the vampire polycule maybe yeah i mean you know the message of nightmare before christmas is stay in your lane but <laughs> yeah yeah all right so we'll we'll put that just outside of the top 10 there and we'll talk about a movie that definitely doesn't belong in that part of the list. That being Alien 3. Oh boy, Alien 3. That is a, let's start scrolling down a little bit, Sears. Um, going by the legendary filmmaker. David Fincher. Yep. You know, I, that, not everyone's oh, a hit. Man. I'd say uh, between Craft and Saw, maybe. I wouldn't even go that high. I would. Yeah. I was thinking about it. I would. I was going to go... That last 10 minutes of running through endless tunnels really just wore on me, I think. It's a lot of fucking tunnels. Okay, I can do... Um, okay, I'll put it between Ginger Snaps and Saw. Yeah, I can see. I mean, Saw does have the raw energy of James Wan just like... I mean, God, it's like... I can't take 
Jay, like a Saw series is a horror movie because I know like, oh, it's gory and it's intense and scary. But I'm like, but I just know James Wan was, had the energy of a fucking golden retriever the whole time making this movie. And I feel <laughs> that golden retriever energy where he's like, wee, look, I shot John Donald Glover with my tripwire shotgun. Oh, I'm having a ball. It's just, just picture James Wan is like, his name's Syndrome and uh, The Incredibles. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. James Wan just sitting like Donald Glover and Ken Long done, like just to show him like notebook after notebook page, like with the excitement of a six-year-old just showing him all of his ideas for various death traps. <laughs> yeah. No, James, we need a plot. Well, what about this one? It like takes your, cries your head open and your teeth come out one by one and each one is part of a piano that sings a song about... You guys saw that movie. It was called <laughs> How to Sue. <laughs> Smash and that's where James got it. Smash got too like malignant, and it's like James Wan. Do you have a plot? And it's like yes. It's like could you not? And it's like no. I'm gonna do this plot. I'm like okay. Here's all the money, James Wan. We've stopped asking questions. So yeah, I'm gonna put Alien Three between Saw and Ginger Snaps. All right, that works for yeah. me. Puts yes. it at number forty-two for the moment. And I have to, I have to reload. Yeah. yeah, hit that refresh button to get the movies going. Brings us to uh, our Black History Month for last year, which started, of course, with Blackula. Yeah, that movie. What well, was not going to be ranked very sure high. Was a film. I'd put it between Hellbent and Better Watch Out. I think I put it above Better Watch Out. Yeah, yeah. Nice, even fifty right now is where that I can. Put I, it. I, I I can dig that. Yeah, All I certainly right. had more fun with Blackula. Actually, I would put Blackula above The Hunger. I'm down for that, but between, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah you know, you're right. I, you're right. I totally enjoyed Blackula more. Definitely not above Scream 2. Yeah. But I definitely had fun with Blackula in a way that I did not have fun with The Hunger. Yeah. Yeah. We wanted to have fun with The Hunger, but was not allowed to by the oh, film itself. Did. At least yeah. we got young Willem Dafoe as like, street tough outside phone booth i always forget about that and i get sad because i'm like i want to look at him again but then it, i don't don't want to watch the movie i don't want to watch the movie again okay i'm noticing something here did we we didn't do a full episode on it but did we want to speaking of as as we have did we want to rank malignant in here somewhere no okay if we ever come no, back and do a full episode, I reserve, on it, then... I reserve the right, yeah, because I reserve the right for us to do a full episode on Malignant, like whenever Malignant 2 inevitably happens. And we want to get that sweet, sweet algorithm synergy. All right, there you go. Is, is there going to be a, a, a sequel? I don't know. It, it just felt so of that new trend we've seen with like, of all James the Bond? horror movie, like the horror movie as superhero origin. Yeah. Yeah. So let's 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 pass on malignant right now. All right. Now, one thing we have not talked about. Let me see if they pop up when I look here because we did do a full episode about them. Ah, uh, yes. So, uh, Devil Man Volume One: The Birth. Shit. Where do we put Devil Man Volume One: The Birth? Right next to, like above Jennifer's body. No, absolutely not. I'm actually looking around where Repo is. Yeah, I would agree. I think, I mean, I think it's better than Better Watch Out. I think it's better than Hellbent. 
I think it would be really funny to put it between the hunger and Blackula. And I, I also think that it's accurate. I can dig I can I can vibe with that. I can vibe with that ranking. Yeah. 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 Like I definitely enjoyed it more than like Repo or Hellbent. Like it has fun animation. It's pretty fucking weird and fucked, but yeah, I like the idea of that being right after Blackula. Yeah, like Double Man Birth and Demon Bird should be right next to each other and they should be between the hunger and Blackula. Now, what do you rank more, the birth or the bird? Uh, the double birth. Well, okay. actually, I don't know. Now, the birth, because it has more of like a coherent story to it, whereas Demon Bird has like two little episodes of stuff and then it doesn't, and then like. I don't know, man. I kind of like Demon Bird better just because there's so many weird monster designs that aren't just angry vaginas in that one. Is it angry vagina? Come on. It's the, although I that does have how the birds weird, like actual. That does have all the weird objectification of what's her face Vicky. in there. I do. Uh, I like how the bird actually feels like a kind of a workable movie on its own. It has a real beginning, middle, and end. Like there's an arc, it's an origin story. And then Devil Bird is a lot like, we have a few arcs and we just did them and put them in one thing. Okay. Yeah, which is what... I mean, I love Siren. The Yeah, the Mickey stuff is kind of... Mickey Makamura, that's her Mac- name. Mickey Makamura, which is one of the best names in comics. Come on. Yeah, we om- we almost skipped right over Devil Man. How, how could real we? Shame. <laughs> it's, it's way out of order and when we recorded it and when it came out. Yeah. Let's see. We missed. We missed. Uh, you're next. Is that the one? Is That's that the one where the uh, rich man hires yeah, a bunch of people be. to kill his family and does not let his girlfriend know beforehand, and she murders all the murderers. It's it's not a great sign that I had to Google it and to like remind myself of what it was. I'm putting what it between blood and, uh, blood and donuts and cabin in the woods. Oh no, it's way above that for me. I I can't put it, but well, it's just like. It's definitely a competent horror film, like well done and stuff like that. But like I'm I definitely couldn't put it higher than Gremlins, I don't like, think. She does take a blender to that girl's head. Like a full on blender. I don't That's know, why it, I'm putting it next to Cabin in the Woods. No, I, I def no, I the... definitely no, I definitely put it above like Blood and Donuts, Repo, Better Watch Out. Yeah, like... it's closer to the Saw neck of the woods for me. Yeah, I'd I'd probably put it between Oof, I put it on maybe one side of Alien 3. This is, I will say, Jeremy, I'm really happy with that you found the proper images. Yeah. For the birth and demon Letterboxed, bird. man. Yeah, hell yeah. Because these are the ones. Really well. These are the ones that were the subtitled ones. Yeah. Anyway. So we'll put it um, above Alien 3 then, because I would put it above Saw maybe, but you're saying one side or the other of Alien 3. So I think. 42 is a good spot for me. Okay. I I feel so neutral about that movie that I'll just say whatever, sure. It's definitely a movie that, like, when you're watching it, you're like, fuck yeah. And then a month later, you're like, did I watch that movie? Yes. It is competent. It's not, it's not as problematic. Like, that's another thing about it is that it does not, it does not, like, get super fucking problematic. Watching Ty West take a crossbow bolt to the chest is pretty good. Let's see. Oh, oh, a hair wolf. It's short. Oh, are we uh, doing the shorts? Uh, are we doing the shorts? I think we should, especially hair wolf, which I think was head and shoulders above the other ones. Yes. So to speak. Yeah. Hey, oh, hair wolf. Um, I would put hella high, actually. Um, 
Hair Wolf, I would put... Like top 20 material for me. Yeah, I think Hair Wolf, I would put like on one... Hmm. I would put so Hair Wolf. So quick, it's so punchy and it gets out of there. I would put it... Especially, like, I know it's a short, but like it's real good. So good. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking my heart... I'm following my heart here. I'm going with my gut. And it's going to be on one side Sorry, of the which other. Which one? Your heart or your gut? Which one is that? Are you going? They're, with? they're the same. Okay. Uh, that's heart. The the heart that to your heart is through your stomach. Yes, exactly. That's. I so think cool. I might rank it above a girl walks home alone at night. I'm putting it either on one side or the other of after midnight. Okay, so I. Well, you're talking around twenty five. I, I, I definitely put it above descent. Maybe between velvet bus on the descent. Okay. See, my first implication was right below the original Hellraiser, which would put it at 17, just above I mean, I Noir like and it follows. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of that one. So, like, I could, I'm not sure where I put it compared to, like, Nightmare on Elm Street or the Viv. I think it's better than Girl Walks Home Alone at, or it's, it's, it could go on either side of Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Okay. I, I'd rank it right above that, right above Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. All right, I can take that. the The next one is Ease by You. Ooh, that's a good one. That, that one really a horror movie. Yeah, Eve Spy You. I am putting between Ready or Not and Promising Young Woman, or maybe well, that's very Eve's, high. That's yeah. very. It's so Eve's by You. I feel very hard to rank because I feel like it's a drama with some spooky elements, much more than any kind of horror film. Yeah, I okay. So how about how about it? This? Feels hard to. It just feels very hard to rank by any of the normal ranking metrics. I think we should put it on one side or the other of horror noir. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense to me. It's got this tone of just like creepy disturbingness and ex machina that Eve's Bayou doesn't have with its very like romantic wide shots of this like very scenic like of the bayou like it's yeah. there's a slow methodicalness of the location in the movie that again works very well for the plot it's a very good movie but compared to just this like overwhelming sense that like everything is off that ex machina has that like makes it feel much more like a horror movie i think mm-hmm. yeah i think ex machina has has more of the the a24 horror vibe yeah, like that machina yeah. was a twenty four before a twenty four, unless that machina was actually a twenty four. Oh, never mind. Then I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It was a twenty five. A twenty three. It was just before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, a twenty three point five. X machina is in fact an a twenty four film. Yes. All right. So Eve's Bayou, is it bo- above or below horror noir? What do we think? I think above. Okay. Or Noir actually yeah. references it pretty. Okay, then I, yeah, that sounds good. All right, let's let's knock a couple of these short ones out real quick because No Face Benny I don't think has to go up very high. No Face Benny. Oof, I don't even remember this one. I would put that just above Bad Hair. Yeah, I mean for me, for me, No Face Benny, which is the story about a man talking to maybe himself about this evil father and burning somebody. It's Difficult that's to remember. Right. For me, that's really like just between Craft Legacy and Don't Breathe because Don't Breathe is act- actively offensive to me. Yeah, the other ones are just bad. No Face Benny just doesn't have anything happening in it, and it's really unclear what's going on. So I think that's why I would put it above Bad Hair. Bad Hair know. really fumbles that ball. Yeah, 
Yeah. I uh, I'm in I'm in agreement. All right. And then we have uh, the wake about the girl who kills her dad and wishes herself a husband, and the husband is evil. I'm gonna put that just above Hellbent because that works for me. Yeah, it definitely had some cool ideas and concepts like that. I think actually could have been really interesting in a full length movie, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just not predisposed to like get too much out of short films, but. Unless it's something as good as Hair Wolf is, like it's kind of hard for it to make an impression. Yeah, the only other one I feel like that really made an impression on us is the fourth one, which is Blood Runs Down, about the uh, girl whose mom is maybe a ghost visiting her, and and there's some sort of abuse, possibly demons involved yeah. in that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna put that one up. I think that's gonna be up in the. The Black Swan Suspiria area. Yeah, that's where I'm headed. Yeah, because it's not as astute as Hard Candy, but I think it's a little bit more profound than Suspiria. I think it, it does more with what it has than Suspiria does. Yeah. Suspiria does not a lot with so much screen time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's good. I think we're in agreement there. Let's see. There's two more. Oh, Us. Us. Okay. Oh, such a good movie. Yeah, so Us is going to be up in the top. Us is um, very high for me. Oh, yeah. Us, like, I'd probably put Us above Bit. Yeah. I'd put Us above Mayhem. I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah I think between Mayhem and Alien. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. Us. Us is, whoo. Hmm. I did not, not expect us. for uh, me to, like, hear you guys where you put Us and be like, oh. but, yeah, I, I think I'm with you guys. So I think I generally... I still got to see Nope. Really got to see Nope. Oh, yeah. I haven't I, seen Nope I, yet. I really want to see Nope. So we put... Are we putting us at number five above Mayhem? We then? are putting, uh, we yeah, are putting us so. at number five. We've got a nice. new film in that cracked the top five. Well, and this one might be one that's up there as well because its original is up here and it is... Next up is Candyman. Oh, oh shit. Fuck. I would definitely... That's... I would put that above us. Nia DaCosta. Candyman. New Candyman, I would put between, like, just below Alien. I don't think I like it more than Us. It's like, I think for me, it's on one side or the other of Mayhem. I think definitely above Bet. I think for me, it would be above Mayhem. Okay. I also feel passionately about it because of the artists. Because there's the fine art stuff in it. The profound twist on the Candyman legacy in there is really incredible. It is yeah. Y'all are going to talk me into ranking this above us, aren't you? I don't know, man. I feel like if it goes above us, someone's got to go above Alien. I, I can't put it above Alien. Yeah, I can't go over I can't put it above me. Alien. Yeah. Oh, can't well, put it over Alien. Yeah, let's go with six, then. We'll leave us at number five. All right. Um, Candyman is such a beautiful film, too. It's so well shot. It's got those big, beautiful. deep shots that Nia DaCosta does where there's stuff going on in the foreground and the background and everything really good it's such a good movie and, and every actor is just bringing it like yeah like yeah yeah abdul, abdul, abdul martin the second is okay. so charismatic and dy- he is a dynamo in that role like he is such a compelling lead and then sometimes so hard to watch and some of the stuff that he's doing in there oh god that's a great segue speaking of hard to watch the next one we have is Teton. shit oh, oh shit Oh man! Okay, oh, where that's do we gonna... put the French serial killer, car baby, firefighter, 
trans question mark movie. I that I don't was, even know. That I don't one, even know where to begin ranking this movie. I'm gonna say maybe it goes over there. I'm pointing. I know this is a this is an audio medium, but I'm pointing to a direction opposite of my computer. <laughs> I don't um, know. Like, I feel like we got to go back to our Suspiria Black Swan Town. I think it's below that because that movie is fucking weird and so weird. Yeah, like it's it's nigh incomprehensible, and there's I do a lot enjoy of that. Where I'm like, I know. I feel like there's a lot that has to be good, but it's so really fran- French. And we've talked about movies where it's like, oh, I probably wouldn't see it again, or there's other movies I'd rather see again. Okay, I'm I got like, one I, for you. I guess maybe it was good, but this is one where I'm like, I would not want to see it again. Someone's like, hey, I'm going to put that on. I'm like, I'm going to put Tatan on. I'm going to be like, then I'm going to leave. Now, I mean, this is the one that I most regret just asking somebody to come on for. Because, like, T volunteering to just watch whatever and me being like, what about this fucking weird French thing I heard about? And he just coming out and being like, what the fuck did you make me watch? T was such a phenomenal guest. Yeah. T took that weird ass movie and had it like such a champ. So much energy and fun to that episode. It was wonderful. Yeah. I, okay, I have two options. Hear me out. One, between The Hunger and Devil Man, The Demon Bird. Two, between Repo we, and Blood and Donuts. We put it between the Devil Man movies just to fuck with things. No. no I mean, maybe stop. actually. No, 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 no. That's not. <laughs> Don't break up the Devil Man movies. That's dumb. <laughs> what happened between them? Well, there's a chapter in the manga. A very little little known chapter of the Devil Man manga by Gonagai where and Gonagai would absolutely draw this shit. Oh, Gonagai would love the hell out of this movie, yeah. I feel like. Oh my <laughs> god. Be like, 100%. Oh yeah. I just I it's so whack, but I feel like Teton is not as good as The Wake. So I think I might have to, yeah, I think I'm going to go towards uh, Between Blood and no- Donuts and Repo, the genetic opera. I think, like, it is Repo adjacent. I feel like I it definitely has a lot put more it to above. say than Repo. I, I would yeah, put I it above the Devil Man. I would, okay. I would definitely put it above Hellbent, for sure. Okay, so Between the Wake and Hellbent? What about you? You were saying above Devil Man? I, I've got it above Devil Man. Absolutely not. I would put it <laughs> above the, I would put it above the hunger. I, so I Between... Can... I can split that. Below the Devilman movies is fine. Devilman has better queer representation. Uh, it. Those Your two men are in love. Doesn't count. It's canon. I, I don't. I don't know about that. I'll, I'll put it C-A-A-N-N-O-O-N-N. It is canon. The All right. Girl, girl giving birth to to cyber baby after fucking a truck. Like okay, but then also <laughs> pretending. Listen, that no, sounds no, so I've much like something that would be in Devil Man. I'm I know, I know, but like, <laughs> guys, how do we feel about people being cured of vampirism by getting a blood transplant from a normal human? I think we're gonna make a little Devil Man sandwich, my friends. You want to put near dark between the Devil Man movies? No, 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 no. Between Blackula and Devil Man, because I don't know. Near dark, actually, near dark is kind of slaps. But I don't think it slaps. I'm just, you know, I can't believe I'm on this side. I'd write Devil Man above Near Dark. Near okay. Dark slaps oh, except- hard, but occasionally it just misses. When it's yeah, it, yes. <laughs> it's slapping so hard like that for it just every, misses. Every, every third like, beat. It's like, for like, as much as it's Lance Hendrickson being like just a stone cold boss, 
it's a lot of like Adrian Passar and what's her face being in like, I don't know, what feels like a church morality play romance. You know, okay, how about this? Between Titane and Devilman is near dark. Because near dark I would watch. Titane. Yeah. 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 I'd put it above Titane. I very much appreciate, and this is how I know that you're my true friends, is I very much appreciate that you put Devilman above near dark. Because I had I know so many people be like, but the, just on the fact that it's anime, because they're animeist, but like Well no, the anime, that's what ranks it above. I'm like, there's just so much more interesting visuals and ideas and yeah. just imagery going on in Devil Man. If there were more angry vaginas in near dark, it would be much more interesting. Oh boy. That's what I'm talking about there. Here's a tough question. Where the fuck do we rank Nightmare Alley? Definitely above Suspiria for me. That's a good call. Is it that high for you? I think so. Yeah, I'd say Nightmare Alley is, I guess, I don't know, on one side or the other, Blood Runs Down or Hard Candy. I would put Nightmare Alley between Suspiria and Black Swan. Okay, yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah. I, I definitely enjoyed it, it more Halloween. than Black I, I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it more than Black Swan, I think. Yeah, I also enjoyed Nightmare Alley more than, than Black Swan. All right. Or Sorry, I would Jamie, you're getting to have it. On this. Yeah. Well, Nightmare Alley is, is problematic on this list just because it, it's so not a horror movie. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. And I, and I did knock Eve's Bayou a bit for that. So I got I got to be fair. Where's Eve's Bayou again? Quite a bit higher than this, I believe. Yeah, Eve's Bayou well, it is uh, a very good movie. It right is a, now. It it is a okay. very good movie. Eve Spy is very good. Yeah, Nightmare Alley is pretty good. I don't, I don't have anything against Nightmare Alley. It just what uh, Nightmare Alley does for it is that its last scene is its best scene, and it's always good to end strong. Yeah, yeah. I can put it above Halloween. I can split the difference and put it above Halloween. Yeah, we could put it between Black Swan and Halloween, like right after Black Swan. Yeah, an acknowledgement yeah. of Black Swan's more legit horror bona fides. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nightmare Alley is part of the uh, subset of movies, which the theme of them is about falling in love with Kate Blanchett un- irresistibly. So it's a very relatable theme. We all deal with it at some point. Yeah. Speaking of very relatable films, uh, let's talk Psycho Gorman. Yeah. Yeah. Psycho Gorman. You know, I have to scroll Psycho the fuck Gorman. up on this one for me. How about between Anna the Apocalypse and Nightmare Before Christmas? I can talk with that. Nightmare Before Christmas. Let me see. I know I'm correct, and I will wait for you to realize this. <laughs> this does God, play Psycho Gorman stuck. above Aliens, which is an interesting, <laughs> interesting. I'm thing standing to by say. that. I know that stand. That feels easy for me because I really, definitely prefer Alien to Aliens. So I'm okay sacrificing Aliens so long as Alien maintains its supremacy. Psycho Gorman has no brown face in it. Yeah, <laughs> Psycho Gorman has hunky boys. Gorman above Nightmare Before Christmas, possibly. Embrace the chaos. It has Mimi. It, yeah. Me. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Don't yeah. forget underestimate the force of nature that is Mimi. And it, and it fucking has, Tim Burton wishes. Let me just say that Nightmare. It meets Nightmare Before Christmas's weirdness and possibly exceeds it. Like yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas for all its strengths. Does not have a man that's a literal organ juicer. <laughs> this this is a movie where a father gives his tiny daughter an inspiring speech on why it's a great idea to take candy from strangers and she should always go in weird people's vans. Like I said, 
fucking Tim Burton wishes. Yeah. Like, honestly, a perfect movie. Yeah. It had heart. It had action. It had Canada. It had guts. What more do you want? Guts all over the place. It had every part of the body. All visible. the bodies. And Compared and to... other human, non-human bodies as well. Just to it's see those like right Power Rangers quality costumes put to such sincere but also insane batshit chaos comedy. Like, there's nothing like Psycho Gorman. So that's yeah. Psycho Gorman at number 13. That's pretty over. good. I'm good with that. I feel that. Now, how do you guys feel about taking a tour of the bottom of the list? Because yeah. the next one is Resident Evil, colon, Welcome to Raccoon City. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to uh, somehow um, manage to take a video game franchise that had already been ruined once and somehow ruin it again. I'm going to put that say, shit right between bad. No, I think I'm going to put that shit between No Face Benny and Craft Legacy. Yeah, I'm going to give you. Yeah, I agree with that. I was also going to say right above Craft Legacy. It is definitely below the first Resident Evil somehow. Yeah. I actually think that No Face Benny deserves to be above Resident Evil because it's trying to say something but I think that's just no I don't know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go back it's too soon it's too soon I can't go back yeah I I definitely put it weirdly enough as much as I hate Friday the 13th I definitely put Welcome to Raccoon City below Friday the 13th I don't know if I would put it above or below Bad Hair though Bad Bad Hair hair is definitely trying to say something that's what I'm saying fall on its face while attempting to do so but it, it is not as just stupid true as yeah like welcome to raccoon city is fucking dumb it does make people who seem to have cancer into zombies yeah so let's put that one below craft legacy actually it's not quite as hateable as don't breathe oh it's i can't imagine us intentionally watching a movie that'll be as that i feel as negatively about as i feel about don't breathe you would think maybe the next one on that list would come close but i think we actually ended up feeling Pretty warmly about freaks. Freaks, I think. Well, freaks is is another yeah, one of those that's like it's, uh, adjacent. Uh, I'd put that one. Oh, God, I'd put free. I don't want to put freaks next to Nike Breed because that feels a little weird. It does feel weird. It does uh, yeah, feel weird to put freaks next to Night Breed. I think, for me, I feel like above the Gollum. Maybe between Gollum and Ginger Snaps, I feel my my heart is telling me that that's appropriate, and my gut, my entire all my organs. How are you feeling about that, Ben? Yeah, I can I can go with that. I can fuck with that. All right. I can fu- I can fucks with that. Yeah, completing our our weird circus movies, freaks. We gotta like, we gotta have our official circus rankings. We can have separate like highly specific niche lists as a different thing. But now next up, I feel like we all agreed that it was worse than the previous iteration, Scream Three, right? Which one was that? Scream 3 was when they decided to go to Hollywood and get real campy. I have a real soft spot in my heart for Scream 3. Yeah, no, oh, it does I have that, that Parker mixed... Posey performance. Like, it's, it's a lot of fun. It does have a lot of really stupid elements. It's the worst whodunit in the series. You know, Sydney is not in the movie for long stretches of time and is just sitting around. I'm going to put it between Hellbent. That campiness fun. And the wake, the wake says things better. That's my official. Yeah, there is a whole uh, subplot about how Sydney's mom 
was raped while she was trying to be an actress in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Any part of anything. It's, I I guess it's talking about Me Too stuff, but also I'm not sure or if it's just being like. But it's actually produced by Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. 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 That's well, that's just the thing about it's hellbent. Like it's it's a better it's it, the movie is executed better than a lot of these other ones like Repo and Blood and Donuts and Hellbent. But I think uh, I have much more affection for Hellbent than I do for Scream 3. Other than then that Parker Posey performance is hard to. Yeah, that's down. where that's where I'm kind of coming in the middle. But I would I would be OK with ranking Hellbent above Scream 3 because Hellbent is doing a lot more. Yeah. Are you okay with that, Ben? Putting Hellbent right above Scream Three. Ooh, Hellbent above Scream Three. I got. I got ooh. Oh, I. I think Scream Three is a better movie, but Scream Three does have some real harmful shit, while Hellbent did some real fun queer representation. Yeah. So I'll give you that. That means the only thing left to talk about this go round is Happy Death Day. Ooh, okay. Christopher Landon's Happy Death Day. Okay, 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 okay. A big scroll I, up for me. I think that's we're... yeah, that's a fun mm. death. That's a fun we got death loops, we got Groundhog Day meets slashers, yeah. With, uh, okay, who done it? Yeah. For me, it's definitely above host, which puts it in the top 30. We want to compare it Velvet with Chris Landon's other film, I, Freaky. Yeah, I was I thinking think I, about that, having it up there with Freaky as well. But really, I don't think you put it's it, it, you put it all the way with Freaky. I don't. Like, I actually don't. Think I definitely didn't. Good. I definitely didn't like it as much as Vivitch or Nightmare on Elm Street. Same. Like I'd probably rank it above The Descent, but below Velvet Buzzsaw. Yeah. Yeah. See, for me, I, I just on a like campy horror movies that are funny level. I like it a bit more than Velvet Buzzsaw. I could. I could fuck with that. Yeah, I'm I'm looking around. I, I love the time loop. I love how well constructed this movie is. I definitely don't love it more than Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, but that's my personal bias. I do. I think my heart line is It Follows, which is like an equally clever, modern, somewhat campy horror movie. And It Follows pulls it off a little more interestingly. I will concede to putting it between Hairwolf and A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, and that's my final answer. You feel that, Ben? Putting it at 26? I... I can take that deal. All right. <laughs> we'll do that. That puts our total list for ending to ending this episode at 79. Still, Ooh. still don't breathe at the bottom, but it has been joined down there by Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. We do have a solidly bad bottom five now because it's oh yeah, um, bad hair, no face, Benny, the craft legacy. Welcome to Raccoon City and don't breathe. Did we change up the top five? We got very close. I know. Yes. Us just yes, snuck we, in at number five. Yes, yeah. us cracked it, and uh, and we have Candyman at number six. Which right. honestly, we, two Candymans in the top ten, and you know what? That feels. I gotta say, it feels right. Yeah, absolutely right. We'll call it for tonight. We'll pick back up with ranking Houseu, which should be a real, a real treat next Hell time yes. around. Hell yes! But, All right. Yeah. So don't ben, get eaten by any pianos until next week, guys. I'll try. I do have a piano in my house, but it is not a grand piano. Well, that'll be a good reason until next time to stay horrified. Yes. Have a good night, everyone. Have a good night, Ben. Stay creepy.